0: Now this is recording. RTI International Center for presents Just Science. Hello, I'm John Morgan and welcome to Just Science the podcast for forensic science professionals. Today, we're gonna be talking about a project that I've been working on myself, along with some experts in leadership and forensic science operations. And that is our leadership course materials through the Forensic Technology Center of Excellence. One of the things that we've been looking at recently in the last few years in the forensic science community is the need to be much more deliberate and purposeful in how we develop leaders and managers in crime laboratories. Right now, what you see too often is you have some really, really great crime laboratory bench scientists, and because they perform so well, they are promoted into management and leadership uh, ranks. And that's great, that's a wonderful thing, but it doesn't really do them a service if they haven't gotten the training necessary to be able to fulfill those functions as well as they possibly can. And so one of the things that has come about is that the American Society of Crime Laboratory Directors has developed a leadership academy, and I hope you all look at that and take advantage of that. Uh, West Virginia University has developed a set of leadership courses that are more intense that actually last for an entire week with Martina Bison-Huckabee up there in West Virginia University. And RTI uh, has also been working on a National Forensic Science Academy Leadership uh, Certification Program. So to uh, try to introduce folks more to the ideas of leadership and management, specifically as they relate to forensic science, because there's a lot of stuff out there about leadership And you can, you know, get on to TED Talks or wherever and hear a lot about leadership, but you don't see an awful lot of material out there, especially free material, that relates to leadership and management in the crime laboratory. The uh, National Institute of Justice, through the Forensic Technology Center of Excellence, would like to remedy that by providing leadership modules that introduce these concepts to the forensic scientists. You know, one of the things we understand is, that our society relies on the credibility and fairness of the criminal justice system. And forensic scientists play a very important role. They are the ones who give extraordinary objective foundation to every case where they're able to play a role. And so they're not only key to keeping our community safe, but they're key to the confidence that individuals have in the fairness and effectiveness of the criminal justice system. The leadership courses that FTCUE has developed are meant to create highly functioning leaders in the forensic science community who are committed to operational excellence, process and analytical reliability, workforce competency, efficiency, implementation of technologies and best practices and other innovations, and overall quality in the laboratory. And we've been really, really fortunate because we've been working with some of the people who've been working in leadership in forensic science and also in the public safety community more broadly, to be able to deliver a dozen modules that really cover a very, very wide range of topics. And I hope that you'll go to ForensicCOE.org, look for the leadership modules, and take advantage of this free opportunity, not only to take the modules, but also kind of do some self exploration. The modules in- include a disc assessment so you can kind of understand a little bit better your own style of working and, and how you approach uh, things, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Without judgment, it isn't about, you know, this is the best person to be a leader or a manager. It's about understanding yourself, understanding the people around you, and being able to do the best job you can. And uh, that's what we all want to try to do in our professional work. So let me just take you really quickly through the modules. The first three I'm going to talk to you about were given by Jody Wolf from the the Associate Director of the Phoenix Crime Laboratory and uh, she actually did uh, three different modules, two of which are on issues relating to diversity. The first one is on generations, and of course we now have several different generations working side by side in the crime laboratory. Some of the folks in my generation, the baby boom generation, are uh, nearing the end of their career, I'm not yet done, as well as uh, many other folks, uh, whether they be millennials or Gen Xers, and each generation, has a tendency, and I don't want to overgeneralize here, to have a particular set of expectations and background with respect to how they approach the workplace, and particularly how they approach the workplace in in forensic science. Jody also did a module on cultural diversity, the idea of, well, you know, what does it mean when we say diversity more broadly? And this is also just about how we treat each other. It's less about, you know, are you uh, this or that label, but it's really about how you can treat people with decency, how you can, and this has obviously been something that is in the news lately, but it's an important set of considerations in general, how can you understand stereotyping biases, prejudices, and discrimination, and fundamentally, how you can understand the impact of bias on sound forensic science, because forensic science is based on being able to be objective with respect to all of your analysis. It's very important to be able to understand how bias might impact on that. Jody gives a nice set of uh, presentations and materials on that. And finally, Jody has a overview of leadership principles and concepts, defining leadership, relating leadership abilities for yourself and others to the effectiveness of an organization, and understanding expectations of those who follow a leader. How do you define yourself to be a leader? What does that even mean? And so that's all, all excellent material. We also have several other instructors. Terry Anderson, is an expert in public safety uh, leadership, in particular for police officers. He's written a book called Moral Compass for Law Enforcement Professionals, which I recommend to you, which talks about a wide range of skills, emotional intelligence skills, that uh, criminal justice professionals should develop. And he definitely believes that that is something that can be done. He gives uh, a couple of modules here including a module on emotional intelligence that's drawn from some of the lessons learned that he pulled from working with a very wide range of police departments as well as a module on moral compass that is what does it mean to say that you're going to approach your job as a um, owner of trust you're you're being trusted by your community by the public to do your job and having a moral compass, having an understanding of that responsibility as you approach your job, I think is very, very important. We also have Dean Giolamas, who has been the Crime Laboratory Director in both Orange County, California, and Los Angeles. Dean is uh, well-respected by uh, all of us here within the community who care about leadership and management in the crime laboratory. He has not only uh, done it, but he's taught it to a very, very wide range of folks. He is a natural leader. Um, and uh, but also understands the need to develop uh, leadership. He has a, uh, a nice set of work in leadership and ethics that is part of our leadership uh, curriculum. Dean talks about what is the code of ethics for forensic science and can you identify ethical and unethical behavior in a forensic laboratory and what is the importance of quality control practices and documentation in protecting forensic professionals from, from being involved in unethical Issues and ways that we can actually, it isn't just about are we being ethical, are we developing our organization, are we expecting those around us to demonstrate high principles and ethics in their work. Dean also talks about leadership and power. One of the things that you'll find in any organization is that power exists. Power is an issue because everyone has a position in that organization, and there are people who have more power and less power. How do you understand the types of power? How do you apply power strategies What are the specific principles for how you use power wisely? This is key to being an effective manager. Are you using your power in a way that is helpful to the people who work with you? And Dean talks to that very, very well. Jeremy Triplett from Kentucky also has done modules for us. He did, I mentioned the DISC profile earlier. He has a uh, overview of leadership theories and the DISC profile that is to understand the difference between leading and managing understanding the behavioral styles that make up the DISC Behavioral Styles Assessment, and identifying some of the various leadership theories that may impact on how you view yourself as a forensic scientist. Jeremy also has a discussion that uh, sort of takes a step back and looks at uh, some of the lessons from the founders of America on leadership, classic teamwork in changing times, which is a book by Donald T. Phillips about the uh, founding fathers and how they established the United States and established a new government and the teamwork that they displayed and jeremy relates all of that information to how leadership can be uh, done in the crime laboratory especially when you're leading teams how do you put together a team and treat people with respect and dignity creating a vision bonding together through alliances learning when to take risks and uh, being willing to take risks and learning to learn from mistakes and inspiring and caring about the people who are on the teams we also talk about personal leadership Tim Scanlon from Jefferson Parish, Louisiana. Tim has been a former president of the American Society of Crime Laboratory Directors, and he talks about several different things that are very practical. For example, first-line and mid-level supervision. Many folks, when they become a manager, they've never managed people before or maybe only in a more informal environment. So when you're a first-line supervisor or when you become a mid-level supervisor, there are different considerations about what are the people who you used to work with? What are they, How are they going to view you? What are they going to think about you when you? Now that you're the uh, the boss, right? And how do you? How do you relate to that? How do you, how do you understand the need for a, a culture of openness? How do you become a mid-level supervisor? You're managing up and down when you're a mid-level supervisor. How do you communicate with staff with either oral or written guidance or direction depending upon what you're trying to convey and, and, and the kind of work that you're involved in at any particular moment and what is most appropriate in that regard. Tim also talks about leadership and change. That is really understanding the emotional reactions that make change difficult to implement. We're in a, in a time of great change in the forensic laboratory, and being able to manage change and, and develop strategies for for change management is very, very important. And also understanding the balance here. There is a. There is a relationship between disequilibrium and change. That is, the, I guess putting it in a different way, forensic science is a very conservative kind of profession. Forensic scientists do not like to bring change in because it can create errors, it can create inefficiencies, it can create problems. You know, Things have gone on in a particular way and it's reliable. The reliability of forensic science is very important. When you introduce change, you can undermine that, that sense of reliability. But change is also inevitable and can benefit every organization. And uh, using appropriate strategies for implementing changes is very, very important. And finally, we talk about personal leadership. Personal leadership, uh, uh, you know, what is it that makes some leaders great and others not so great? What kind of a leader should you strive to be? And um, and in the personal leadership module, we talk about some examples of strong leadership traits and also the five L's. Learn about the five L's in the cornerstones of effective leadership in that module. All of this is free material. It includes assessments so that uh, you can go through each of the 12 and you can be assessed against it and you can actually uh, get a certificate of completion. And it is excellent, excellent material. It includes not just lectures, but it also in, includes a lot of other material for you to to read or to uh, experience. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a very different kind of delivery model for Forensic Technology Center of Excellence. We're really, really excited about it, we hope you take advantage of it, and we hope you learn about leadership and management, and I hope you use it as a foundation for yourself as you move on and you think about further developing yourself as a leader in the crime laboratory. So thank you. Just so you know, look at our leadership modules on the uh, ForensicCOE.org website and and enjoy them. Thank you so much.